Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Perspectives on Growth. Today's episode is entitled, The Power of Story. I gotta tell you, sometimes lessons appear to us when we least expect them to, and this lesson was no exception. So for decades, we've been talking about concepts in our business like the elevator speech, the value proposition, and the branding message. So these are typically a memorized string of words that are supposed to capture the heart and mind of our prospects in a distinctive way and wow them into the desire to meet with us and hear more about our services. A tall order to say the least. Now I certainly have respect for these concepts and I imagine that you do too. I also think that some advisors find comfort in sort of a memorized set of ideas to share with a prospect or a client, or maybe even a center of influence, really regarding the role that they can play in their life. However, as a former advisor myself and someone who works with firms and advisors alike, I recognize that in reality, that is, in the real world, deployed in real life, this really doesn't ever happen. And if it does, then the question becomes, does what we say in 90 to 120 seconds land or really stick with prospects and clients. Last week, I led the start of what I hope becomes a transformational initiative with a client that we've worked for for a number of years. Given the level of competition in their marketplace and in the financial services industry in general, one of the discussion topics that we had was the messages that we send to prospects and clients. I articulated that that message has to have four specific elements or benefits. First, It's got to be distinctive amongst the competition. Certainly high net worth and ultra high net worth people are barraged with messages of all types around their financial life. Two is that it's got to be unique to the prospect or to the client. In other words, it can't be generic. It can't be a stump speech. It's got to be unique to who you're speaking to. Three, as Dan and Chip Heath who wrote a terrific book called Made to Stick. We've got to deliver a message that sticks, that connects with the prospect or client, and that stays with them for a period of time. And then finally, we've got to deliver a message that creates a path towards working together long-term in a comprehensive manner or in a full balance sheet manner. This is important that we're not building a customer relationship, but we're building a client relationship. Now, I've always approached this subject by describing not a proposition, but rather a story. And a story that unfolds in conversation as we have the chance, the opportunity to meet with or engage a prospect or a client. I've always talked about it as something that can be delivered over time as we learn more about the person that we're speaking with, their circumstances, needs, priorities, and concerns. So to underscore this thought, A couple of years ago, I read a great book by a gentleman by the name of Donald Miller called Story Brand. In it, Miller suggests a formula for a great story, and I strongly feel like we could leverage that in our business as well. So Donald Miller suggests that a great story has the following ingredients. Number one, a great story has a unique main character. In our world, the client or the prospect is really the main character. Now, this is important at the inception because classic value propositions and branding messages are really constructed around us, not our client necessarily, who happens to be the main character in the story. 
Number two, in a great story, the main character has a problem or confronts a challenge of some sort. Now, certainly, our clients are confronted with a myriad of financial needs and concerns, both known and unknown, that could present problems to overcome. Number three, in a great story, the main character meets a guide or someone who can help them. Well, clearly, in financial services, our clients aren't looking for a hero to save them. They're not looking for the most credentialed person in the world. They're not looking for someone who just has a team. They're looking for someone who can guide them to make the right decisions. I would argue that the former really turns prospects and clients away. What they really want is a guy that they trust to help them confront and take action on these challenges and problems. Number four, the guide takes the main character on a path. Now that path is really a plan and our clients trust an advisory team who has a game plan and is diligent in guiding the client down the path towards specific actions and results. I'm not necessarily talking about a financial plan. I'm talking more about an approach to helping the client, a a path, a game plan that helps us be successful. Number five, that that plan and that path must have a specific call to action. If you've been in the financial services business for more than a minute, you've experienced the client or prospect avoiding challenges, issues, and problems until they're really challenged by someone with wisdom and experience who issues a call to action. Why someone should do something and why they should do it now. That's what great advisors do. Number six, that the guide and the path help the main character avoid danger. I think this is critical because that's really what the best advisors in our industry do. This is our business. The business isn't selling products. It isn't delivering financial plans. It's really helping our clients avoid danger. And yet we don't often articulate this type of language when we're engaged in telling the story. And last but not least, the final ingredient of a great story is a successful ending for that main character. They successfully avoid danger and accomplish what they set out to accomplish. Our stories typically leave these themes out of the equation or they never really deliver this kind of message. I hope there are some distinctions in those seven points for you. So I mentioned at the inception of this episode that lessons show up when we least expect them to. So back to my client where we're leading this specific initiative. After discussing some of these concepts, a wise banker said to the group, so basically what you're saying is that we've built the traditional value proposition as our story, the ability to tell our story, when we really should be doing is building and telling our client's story. Now that is not exactly what I had intended, but as I reflected on what the banker said, I realized that he was precisely correct. We all know prospecting is really, really hard and prospects are jaded and untrusting, even when they're referred to us. So one of the things that could possibly make that a bit easier is our ability to tell a new story in a new way to reach clients and prospects that we want and that we wanna make them understand that we are in fact unique and distinctive in the marketplace. That we are building this story around who they are and what they want. See, I think we have to build the story around those seven components of great storytelling from Donald Miller's book. Further, I think we've gotta be comfortable 
doing it in a conversation. The classic elevator speech and value proposition suggests that we present to a prospect how great we are. Right? It forces us to become the hero rather than the guide. I think we ought to change our approach if we want better results. Lastly, in my opinion, we want to create a story that is built on a framework so that we can practice, refine, and perfect, and that that can be used not just for prospects one-on-one, but for our current clients as well, or in a seminar environment, or whatever. I think particularly in tough financial times like these, clients need to be reminded, just like prospects, that they are the hero of their story, that we are simply their guide to financial freedom based on how they define it, that we have a path and a plan to continually assist them as they evolve. That path will have specific calls to action that require commitment and implementation, but as their guide, we'll make it as easy as possible to implement, and that at all times, we'll do our best to avoid financial danger and achieve the successful outcomes that they want and need for a great life. I hope this perspective on growth has been impactful for you, and I hope you have a great week.